Welcome back to another episode of Sincerely Fresno State. My name is Ken. And I'm Kelsey. And today we're going to be talking about gratitude, being thankful. I think it's something that we really need right now. It's such a big word. Such a big, big thing to do or to incorporate in your daily life, I think. I agree. I think between the two of us, you do it really well. And it's something that I struggle with sometimes. I remember when I was... Do you mean expressing gratitude? Expressing gratitude. Got it, okay. Like, I'm thankful. I'm so thankful. But for me to actually express it or tell Mm -hmm. people or whatever, I think Mm -hmm. that's one of the things I I still struggle with. It's one of those things that I have to consciously try to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, And what I was saying was one of my first experiences I remember, I was a retail manager, Mm -hmm. assistant manager. And, you know, I was like, I'm awesome. You know, I was at my first review. Yeah. You know, things are going well, and I still remember Vanessa, my old supervisor, mm-hmm. she's like, you know, one of the things that you need to do more or, mm-hmm. you know, you need to develop mm-hmm. is really um, telling people they're doing good at their, they're good at their job, that they're doing well. Mm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. expressing that, like, you're doing a great job. Right. Where I typically am really good at, here's where you need to improve, here's what you can do better, here's what, but I have to consciously try to make sure to let people know, mm-hmm. I appreciate you. You're doing a great job. I'm mm-hmm. thankful. Uh, and it's something that I still struggle with. It's one of those things that I still, like, I have to, like, take the time out to tell people. And because of my personality, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, sometimes when I do that, when I express, like, I'm, thank you. You did a great job today. People don't take me seriously. I think people don't take you seriously in that aspect because you tend to joke around a lot. So. I'm in Aries. That's what we do. There. No, I don't know. I don't know if that's what we do. <laughs> Exactly, you just made a joke. See? I think there's, okay. like, the moment is... is Lost. Lost. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we wanted to talk about that today. And I think one of the things that brought up the whole gratitude and being thankful, um, at least for me, okay. was the Humans of New York Instagram. Founded by Brandon Stanton. And I think it was in 2010. His original goal of this was to just take 10,000 photos of people that were in New York. Um, I don't know if anybody else likes people watching. I love people watching. Absolutely. Just to see kind of what's going on. But that was the original goal of him starting this in 2010, was just to get 10,000 photos. And it has something that really has transformed over time, over Instagram. No, absolutely. And it's not. And now it's not even limited to New York. He does right. it all over the world. Mm-hmm. And it's not limited to Instagram. There's all these books, and there's another one coming out. Yes. Yeah, but I think reading those stories that he puts on there and they're you know normally it's like one a couple of photos right but it's one story a little one snippet yeah, yeah a little snapshot mm-hmm. of someone's life mm-hmm. and through reading that i've become more aware mm-hmm. that i need to f- be more like thankful for you know how how lucky we are you know we have you know stable jobs for my family for mm-hmm. friendships all mm-hmm. of that kind of thing but i love reading it Right. And it's one of those things that has really made me more aware that to be more thankful mm-hmm. and to express the gratitude that I have for other people. I think expressing it, too, can be difficult at times for me. Um, I'm not sure why. I think, I mean, I know I care so deeply for others and having, you know, empathy in my top top five strengths. I tend to pick up on on how others are feeling but it can be hard for me to express it and if I do a lot of the times I think maybe that's why I enjoy cards so much is because 
I can express even if I'm not expressing it verbally, I'm expressing it in writing, and that's what feels good to me. I mean, you're you're definitely a good writer. You're a bit of a poet. And I think one of those things, I think it's easier for you to express it through writing, in, from my, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Because you can really take the time and really craft something. You know what I mean? Whereas I, I, like, I still struggle with it, you know. And writing is not my thing. Cards are not my thing. I struggle with cards. I think we've talked about this in the past. But... Reading those kind of things really makes me want to make sure that I'm more grateful. Mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. like in my family, one of the things that we've, we've done is I have this little vase, and my children write on little post-its memories and things that they're thankful for to mm-hmm. put in. Mm-hmm. And then on New Year's Eve, we'll take them all out, and we'll read them, and we'll make a little collage or something. Hmm. But what? What's that face for? It's interesting because we that's the reason why I like New Year's, and I know we've debated about this, because we've brought up New Year's in the past, and we always talk about how, oh, you don't like New Year's because of... I don't like New Year's. Well, what I like about New Year's is the symbolism behind it, like oh. starting over, starting fresh, reflecting on the previous year. That's what I like. Oh. That was a little digression. But. Well, no, no. I mean, I don't like New Year's because of, like I feel like you're forced to have a good time. It is. It's When it's I was young, fun. New Year's was always like... Okay, what are we gonna do? Right. Okay, let me what put on my are we going let to? me put on my suit. Let's pay way too much to be around too many people. Right, and like, right. yeah. no, I agree. But I do like the reflection aspect mm-hmm. of it. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever thought of it that way until you said it just now. But I do enjoy that, and I enjoy doing it with my kids. And that's one of the ways that I'm trying to teach them to be a little bit more reflective and grateful for all of the things that we have. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think in addition to Humans of New York, we are both huge fans of Post Secret. Mm-hmm. But it's sort of it's like a totally different way to look at it, because there's so much more. I don't know. With humans of New York, there's I feel like there's closure. Like you get a nice little snippet of something. Yeah, there's a finality to yeah. it in a way. Mm-hmm. Whereas post secret, it's like everything is like it's well, super well, open ended. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know how I started reading post secret. I actually think a friend at the time was going through some mental health struggles herself, and she had shared, you know, this is kind of what has helped me get through, and so I started. You know, reading the blog, it comes out every Sunday, although I will say that I have now been looking for them on Saturday night. Yep, you're one of those people. (laughs) I am. You know, I feel like we, those on the West Coast, get miss out sometimes because we're three hours behind. So typically around 10 on Saturday night, I will look at the blog and see the secrets for Sunday. But yeah, if you have not looked at it, you all should. Yeah, I like to wake up Sunday and read them. Okay. Still in bed, sort of still waking up, and Got sort it. of, yeah. But I think I've, I've loved Post Secret for a long time. I've had the privilege of going to the museum in San Diego, the exhibit mm. that they have. But I remember, like, for me, Post Secret isn't one of those things, particularly when I moved to, to the Central Valley. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like people knew about it as much. Right. Right? And our student involvement office brought Frank Warren to our campus mm-hmm. to hold a Post Secret event. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, oh, you know, I, I had to talk people into going with me on campus. Like, they didn't know what Post Secret was. Right, right. And I was so surprised when I saw you there. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. I had to talk to everyone else. Like, this is what Post Secret is. Read it. Come with me to this free right, event on right, campus. Right, And you drove down. Well, I was, was, I don't remember if I was in grad school or. You I, were at UOP, was, yeah. Yeah, so. I had, I don't know, I just followed Post Secret and started to really enjoy it. And I noticed, well, they were having something at Fresno State. So it's like, why don't I just go down and, and see? So, and since then, I've been to a couple more um, shows. But yeah, it's really interesting to 
hear Frank talk about his story and how he started it and why he started it. So I think it sheds a little bit of light on mental health and folks going through some things, but also in the same breath as we're talking about gratitude and being grateful for what we, ha what we do have, even, um, with the, with the tumultuous, I would say year 2020. It's, and it's still not over. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. man, there's still so much more of 2020 to endure. But I, I, I think you're right. I think that's why things like Humans of New York, mm -hmm. Post Secret, why they're so valuable. I think right now I feel like everyone is just exhausted. I agree. Right? I Every think... of having to be on all the time mm -hmm. and, you know, where's my mask? Am I social right. distancing? Right. And, you know, and just being at home. Mm -hmm. You know, it's been a blessing to be have more time with my children. But on the flip side, I have more time with my children. <laughs> Like, you know, it, it can be tiring. It can be tiring. I feel like sometimes, too, I, I don't know, I miss a lot of the little interactions that I've been able to have with colleagues at work. You know, I, I think before everything, before we went to working from home in March, I was kind of at a point where I was like, oh, you know, I was a little bit annoyed at times, when my students would come in, I'm trying to get stuff done. Oh yeah, whatever you, the case may be. You you you, know? you were a little more than a little annoyed, <laughs> just because so, you have such an open door policy. I do. Sometimes I do. they take advantage of you. <laughs> <laughs> Boundaries are important, which we'll save for another podcast. But yeah, now I'm now I'm really missing those interactions, and I, I don't know. I don't. I think the challenge is finding the normalcy in a time where things are not normal. I was even reading an article recently where it was talking about how Zoom meetings can be more exhausting than meetings that are in person because you are not used to seeing yourself in a meeting on camera. Oh, interesting. Which makes sense, right? When you're I would think person. more of like social cues. For also those, true. For those people mm -hmm. who sort of need that, mm -hmm. when, that interaction. Right. I, that's what I find tiring about zoom meetings is trying to like uh really look at you know each picture to try right. and gauge what everyone is how they're feeling right. what they're thinking right. it's really hard to do over zoom so i could see that mm -hmm. yeah but i think like you talked about being around coworkers. i think that's probably the other thing about being exhausted is those things that you normally would do mm -hmm. as an outlet right are not available right. travel for instance mm -hmm. i mean i've been traveling but not the way i normally like to do right. and, you know right. you go somewhere and things are closed mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. You can't eat in a restaurant. Well, I guess now you can a little bit. Now you can a little bit. 10% mm -hmm. <laughs> or whatever it is. But I think that's one of the things that's making the idea of being more um, thankful mm -hmm. so important right now because all the things we normally do aren't there. Right. So I think it's, it's a good time to sort of start to put the focus outward mm -hmm. because I know for me it's like, oh, woe is me. You know, all these things are hard. Right. But the reason I thought of it is, I don't know, to, for me, because I have to be more aware of being mm -hmm. thankful, mm -hmm. all those people who support me, right. all those people who, you know, do little things that maybe go unnoticed mm -hmm. in a normal time when there's all this hustle and bustle and commute and whatever right, it might be. Right. It's a perfect time to take the time to really start being thankful and start mm -hmm. being more mindful of it. One of the things I've been doing is I've been sort of on the low trying to get everyone's mailing address so I can start mailing out letters and cards and stuff. Who are you? I know, but it's because I don't have an outlet. Like, I can't go to Vegas. I can't go to, uh, like, whatever. So I'm like, where can I put my energy? Let me devote it to something more important. Mm -hmm. And I still remember. 
you know, when you get a, a letter in the mail and it has right, like a right. handwritten to you and you're like, sure. oh, who's this from? Oh, and, you know, it could, right. be no, yeah. it could be nothing. Right. But just that act of getting that mail. Mm-hmm. Such a lost art now. Yes. Yeah. I had, to, I had to practice my cursive again. I'm like, oh, man, I've, I almost I forgot how to write. Yeah. Because everything is on the computer. I think yeah. I try to just... I can't say that I journal or express gratitude every day, but I would say most days I do. I think it's just helped kind of keep my mental mind in a place where, you know, I'm just thankful to have my basic needs met. Food, um, shelter, and, and other things. So I'm just thankful in that aspect and just... Still to have a community, even though we've kind of built a digital community now, but having somebody to talk to uh, if I need it. And I'm thankful to still have, you know, students that we can work with and and continue to do our jobs. Is there, so you talked about, like, I, I think we've established that you're better at being thankful than I am, or at least expressing it. Okay. Is there some ways that you could recommend or things that you find really helpful? I know you said journaling, and I've tried to journal. Mm-hmm. I've, you know, I have a journal that I was like, I'm going to fill this journal. I'm going to journal at least, you know, mm-hmm. try to journal more regularly. And I just, it just gets away from me. You know, I was listening to a podcast recently and I listened to a lot of them. Shout out to podcasts. Shout out to just podcasts in general. <laughs> um, but one of the things that the hosts, they were talking about the same thing, gratitude and expression of gratitude and Uh, the person on mentioned that they start their day internally rather than externally. You mentioned that on Sundays you read Post Secret, right? Then that's the first thing that people tend to do is, okay, they wake up, their alarm's on their phone, and they're on the phone. Rather than starting the day internally where you're reflecting and thinking about what you're thankful for and just taking the five or ten minutes to write, you know, the first thing that comes to mind. Because a lot of people Hmm. don't, don't get another day. And so just focusing on within rather than looking, you know, on Facebook to see what's going on there really kind of helps set the tone for the day. I'm going to try that. You should. I thought you were going to, and you're going to tell me to meditate, which I want to do more of. And I was like, oh, wake up and meditate or something. But the like journaling right at the beginning, Mm -hmm. it's probably something I could, I could do easily. At least, you know, get in the habit of doing. Yeah. Hmm. I think just an internal versus external factor. Because it's easy, you know, to pick up your phone and look to see what's going on on Instagram or Facebook. I agree. Too much scrolling. Just starting to, um, just, yeah, start from within to what you're you're feeling, what comes up for you. Yeah, I think I'm trying to, I think in general I tend to, I feel like I tend to be more optimistic. Mm -hmm. But I'm trying to really like put that energy out into the universe because I feel like everything is so negative lately. Mm. You know, there's a lot going on and there's a lot of, a lot of problems in the world, yeah. you know, that whether, you know, I, like across the board. So I feel like I, I need to make more effort into, in my own little sphere, mm-hmm. being positive and trying to create positive change. And I think part of that for me is trying to maintain my optimism right. despite, you know, all of the chaos going mm-hmm. on. So I think one of the things I've been thinking about is who am I thankful for? Mm. Do you, can you think of someone? I'm trying to think like, you know, like, uh, I'm thankful for Mary at Sac State. Mm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She still for me is a mentor and she, I'm, I'm here because of her, I would, I, I would say. But, you know, seeing the way that she conducts herself and the positivity that she has, mm-hmm. I think when I was younger, 
her positivity. I was always like, why is she always like like this? Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. now I'm I'm trying to emulate her, mm-hmm. you know, in that way and try to put that positivity out there. So I'm thankful for people like Mary in my life uh, because, you know, she I think she creates a good example yeah. of, of how I want to be. I'm trying to think. Um, there's a couple people that came to mind, but I would definitely say my one of my best friends, Selena. She is just a ray of sunshine. She's always so happy and so open to talking to people and she always just reminds me to kind of focus on on the little things and don't sweat don't sweat a small lot stuff of, yeah the, <laughs> sorry the small stuff but yeah she's just been a good influence on my life and really kind of helps me put things into perspective because sometimes you know we can have our mind go to a place that maybe isn't as positive or, you know, you need some assistance. And so she's been there to kind of reel me back in and some on some days. I'm also thankful for my children's teachers. Mm. Uh, my children are in first and second grade. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for them, but, you know, thankfully they're thriving and they're doing well. Yeah. You know, but I can't imagine how hard it is for teachers. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, particularly for young children. Right. Who don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't really have the attention span sometimes. They don't, yeah. you know, every, everything's on, you know. We're talking about Zoom, being tired from Zoom. I mean, they're both on Microsoft Teams, and I can see that they're yeah. just itching to do something else. Mm-hmm. So I'm thankful for those teachers and doing their best. Uh, my children go to two different schools. Um, and I'm just, yeah, just thankful for the, for the teachers and the effort that they're making with all these children. Anyone else you're thankful for? I would say my brother. Um, I actually caught up with him via phone the other day, and he went through a pretty intense surgery during the summer. He had to have emergency brain surgery, um, but that's another story for another time. And in our conversation, we were just catching up, and he just said, you know, it was really good to hear from you, and so... I'm thankful because sometimes I think I can be the overbearing, protective older sister. Um, but That's your job. Yeah, I mean, it is my job. And so it was really good to talk to him and just have a listening ear. And he's always been supportive. So I'm thankful for that. Well, I, get, I have to be thankful for my sister. She's my <laughs> younger sister, but she's also probably the protective, overbearing younger sister. Mm. I don't know. Maybe it's just, I don't know, female energy. She, Probably. all my whole life, has taken care of me. You know, oh, I, I, need, it. I need 20 bucks. I need something. I mean, mm-hmm. she's, <laughs> she's the angel on my shoulder telling me to do the right thing. Yeah. So I'm thankful for my sister. Thankful for, I don't know. We, we're just so lucky. Mm-hmm. We have a lot to be thankful for. We both have, you know, positions where we're able to still thrive in this, in this COVID-19 environment. Mm-hmm. And, uh. Yeah, I just want to, we wanted to talk about being thankful just because it's it's a nice time to really pause and reflect to see. Um, make sure that you're telling those around you who are supporting you, mm-hmm. right? It, you may, it, it may be out of sight. It may not be right, you know, right there in front of you. But to make sure to take the time to tell them thank you, that you're grateful for their presence, for their support. And see if you can help other people. I think one of the things in, that just came to mind is my daughter recently uh, asked me about homeless people right okay 
I can't remember. We were watching. I, I tend to watch a lot of documentaries, and we were watching something. Mm-hmm. And then we were, I think, like at a McDonald's drive-through, mm-hmm. and there was someone there, you know, mm-hmm. who appeared homeless, was asking for money. We ended up buying them a, a meal, mm-hmm. and so I had to have this conversation with my daughter about, right. you know, how people can fall through the cracks or end up in that position, mm-hmm. and what we can do mm-hmm. to be, you know, to be more thankful. Not only thankful for we what we have, right. but to sort of pass it forward. Sure. Uh, and so. Having that conversation with my daughter, even more so. I mean, I was, I've was i always sort of been supportive of those social services to sort of right, help, right. you know. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of mental mental health issues and a lot of other things. But seeing it from a child's perspective sure. really brought it home. And I was like, now my son was totally oblivious. He was like, oh, who are you talking about? Like, what? Was it, there was a person there? We gave them something? We gave them food? Yeah, but my daughter tends to be really, uh, I don't know, man. She's, she's way too mature for her age. And, uh, but like she was asking some really poignant questions. Mm-hmm. So for me more so, I was also trying to teach her about being grateful. Sure. You know what I mean? Expressing it. So. Wow. I feel like there's such a change in tone of what we normally are talking when we're talking on this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's usually sort of light, really fun, yeah. subject to subject. And this topic of being, of just having gratitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really changed the tone. Like you're, you're right. Normally, I'm like, blah, 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 me, me, me. <laughs> but right now, I feel really, like, reflective, and I don't know how to uh, turn the podcast around. Well, I think it goes back to just looking inward and asking yourself those questions. You mentioned your daughter asking, you know, very poignant questions. I think I think that's what it's all about is, is asking yourself kind of – the person that you want to be and what you want to do. And I know that this year has just, we mentioned it was pretty tumultuous and it, and it is really, it's kind of made us, whether we liked it or not, turn inward and ask ourselves who we really are and what we value. And maybe some questions have prompted you to kind of reinvent yourself or go on a different path. I know I have a very significant birthday coming up in January, so I felt that dun, I dun, dun. more reflective than usual in mm-hmm. um, thinking about the life I've led up until this point. Um, but I think I think every day is an opportunity to just kind of go into a different direction. And we talked about gratitude, and um, if something doesn't line up in a particular way that you thought it would, there's always an opportunity for change. And we talked about. I mean, we talked about New Year's. I feel like we're lucky in the sense that we get two New Year's because I always, I feel like a certain, it sounds really cheesy, but I feel like a certain <laughs> spirit that comes around when the academic year starts again. I feel like that's another time that we kind of really get to reflect and just Very true. start over. Like Very there's some true. kind of magic about I, it. I think for us particularly with how the summer is so exhausting. Really? Yes. That yeah. when the semester starts, it really does feel like a new, almost rebirth. Mm-hmm. Because we really have to switch gears. And yeah. you're right about, about New Year's being that way. And mm-hmm. you, you mentioned the word reinventing or reinventive. I think, for me, I don't think it's so much of a reinvention. Mm. But I think I've really had to focus on, like, different aspects of my own, like, personality or whatever it might be. Like, I've had to pivot... You know, how I normally am in my everyday life, how I approach life in general, mm-hmm. has had to take a total U-turn. And now I'm using 
uh, I don't know, like other parts of my personality or other skills mm. to sort of cope. Is there one thing that you could share maybe that speaks to what you're talking about? Uh, I don't know if, I don't know if it makes, uh, the thing of like working from home, okay. right? Mm-hmm. I get energy, believe it or not, from being on campus, being around other people sure. in those yeah. challenges, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Being around the students and having now to sort of be on my own. Right. You know what I mean? It was just yeah. yeah, my family's there, but you know, in in our job in our mm-hmm. everyday thing, mm-hmm. I'm feel like I'm having to use a totally different skill set. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of my skills lend themselves to in-person everything. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. You know, I try to be the funny guy in the meeting mm-hmm. and try to lighten the load and try to do that, but now at home I I can't do that in those meetings because it's difficult right. to Right. Figure out, figure out the crowd and figure, you know. Sure, so sure. I feel like maybe it's not so much reinventing, but just like using skills that I haven't had to use before. It's mm, been a long mm-hmm. time or that kind of thing. So I think yeah. that's how it is for me, That's if, if, if that makes sense. Sure. I think it's been challenging for me just because I'm already an internal thinker. So not having any output mm. has been really difficult. Um, and like I said, I, I've journaled and I and I do that but also you know there's there's not a lot of output there's a whole lot of input for me during this time but there's not a lot of output so I've tried to balance that in any way that I can but it's really hard you know I gotta make sure that both sides are are kind of balanced in a way so I'm not constantly taking things in and not processing them all the way through so that they go out as well it sounds like you should start a blog or something Maybe I should. Yeah, to just get it all out. All the output Mm -hmm. in some other fashion. That's a good idea. Start another podcast. Okay. Blog, your own business. Like, just go go full-blown. Like, You heard it here first, (laughs) folks. (laughs) KelseyGoss.co. There you go. Yeah. All right, well, I hope all of you have... I don't know. Maybe you thought a little bit too much as a result of our podcast, but I hope you're able to glean a little something... Be a little bit more thankful. Express your thankfulness. Yeah. Get some pen to paper and write down your thoughts and maybe let someone know. Send them a text or... Or a letter. A letter. Letters yeah, man. Su- support the post office. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a whole bunch of stamps. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. All right. Well, everyone, have a great day. We will see you next week. Thank you for listening. Go dogs. Go dogs.